This is Gene Lance on the Workers Beat Extra. One of the big improvements in our Dallas AFL-CIO Central Labor Council this year is our Speakers Bureau. We have more outreach going on than, I think, more than we've ever had. And we'll be speaking at churches and other unions and other uh, community organizations and things like that all around Labor Day. And of course, we'll be continuing it on into the schools as the school year starts. We are going to encourage people, of course, to attend Labor Day events, such as the Dallas AFL-CIO Labor Day Breakfast at the Longhorn Ballroom. We're expecting this to be one of our most successful Labor Day breakfasts in our entire history. But larger than that, I think what we need to say to everyone is that labor is leading the progressive movement and is the hope for the future. Now, if you've ever heard me talk before, you know that I don't have total endorsement of everything labor does. I have my criticisms. I don't think labor pays enough attention to our own history, for example. I don't think we admit to the places where we've gone wrong. I don't think that labor has a productive and democratic process on international affairs. And most of all, it worries me that labor has no further commitment to shortening the working day. They used to have a commitment to shortening the working day, but I haven't heard anything about it in years and years and years. If you read the papers today, you see that we've seen some gigantic victories for working people. For example, the Teamsters strike. They just finished voting last week. They endorsed it by 86%, which means that the people who are gonna to have to live with this contract liked it very much. They got big raises. They got thousands of new jobs. That means that a lot of the part-time workers are gonna move up and get full-time jobs. So that's very good. They got rid of the two-tier system. A two-tier system means that younger people who hire in don't get the same pay scale as the people who were already there. That means that somebody might be making 12 bucks an hour and working side by side with somebody else who's making 25, and they're both doing the same work. Well, that divides the labor movement, and of course, it's really hard on the people who aren't making the most money. So the two-tier system at the UPS is gone, and that must be very, very encouraging to the auto workers because that is one of their main issue. They have not only a two-tier system, but I understand they even have three-tier systems in some of their workplaces. And they are determined to end the two-tier system, get the same pay for everybody, and to raise that pay by 40%, and also to make some other uh, changes in the way people are treated at work. So there's big victories that have happened. We had at least one Amazon warehouse get organized. We've got a gigantic strike right now of the riders and the actors with SAG-AFTRA, the hotel workers are standing up for themselves. And we're seeing a lot of actions around Starbucks. And a lot of Starbucks stores are getting organized. 
including here in North Texas. Another major victory that you may not think about with labor comes with the election of Joe Biden. Joe Biden claims to be the best labor president since Franklin Roosevelt, and he probably is. The kinds of changes are, that he's made are the kinds of changes that he can make, not the kinds you get from Congress, the kind that the president can do. Uh, because of President Biden, there have been big changes in the major expenditures that the Congress has authorized, uh, like, for example, the Inflation Reduction Act, uh, the one about broadband to try to help get more people get uh, broadband coverage, uh, and other acts where the government is going to spend a lot of money. Biden has made sure that a lot of those jobs that are created are union jobs, or at least good paying jobs, and jobs that are going to stay in America. Labor loves that. That's very, very, very important. Biden has a new trade policy. It's not quite exactly what Trump was doing, but it is certainly not what Obama and previous Democratic presidents did, uh, which resulted in a lot of American jobs going overseas and a general worsening of wages and working conditions around the world. So Biden's been much better on trade and we expect him to be even better in the future. Labor rules have changed, especially rules from the National Labor Relations Board, which is up and running with appointments that come from the Biden administration. We got one just in the last week that's going to help a lot with organizing. In this new ruling, when a union comes in and organizes the workforce and can show that these people have signed organizing cards, then the company is faced with two choices. They can either accept the union right on the spot and start negotiating in their first contract, or they can appeal for a government-supervised election. Now, during the time before that government-supervised election, typically companies in the past have done everything, legal and illegal, to stall and to make sure that that election went in their favor. Now, with the new ruling from the National Labor Relations Board, if they do an unfair labor practice, then immediately the National Labor Relations Board will force them to recognize the union and start negotiating for a first contract. So that, just by itself, is a great victory for labor. Those are some victories that you've read about, some of them are very recent. Practically all of them came under the Biden administration. Now, why do I say that labor is the future? It's because of our support from the population in general. We are organizing more unions and we are winning more contract fights. But those numbers don't impress nearly as much as these numbers. Labor unions are approved of by 71% of the American people. And that's, that's been around for a year or so. There have been several polls backing that one up. 71% of the people of America 
approve of unions. They had one a couple of weeks ago that just came out where they polled people who were younger than 30, 30 and under, and they approved of unions by 88%, believe it or not. Young people really, really support unions. Why, you may ask. Why do you think unions are so popular? I think it's because other institutions in America have been losing ground. Their ratings are falling and getting worse and very, very low. Biden himself had a 40% approval on August 10th of this year. Trump had a 41% in last year. Uh, Congress, in July of 2023, Congress had an approval rating of 19%. The Supreme Court, on August the 2nd, they had an approval rating of 40%. What about churches? Church membership fell below 50% for the first time last year. And I saw one study that said that church's approval rating was 46%. So other institutions in America are losing ground with the American people and particularly with young people. That's why they more and more are looking to the unions for leadership. So I'm maintaining that union leadership is the leadership of the progressive movement not only in organizing drives and contract fights and things like that, but also in politics. When unions need help, they're gonna be able to get it. When they need more bodies on the picket line, they're gonna be able to get it from the general public. When they need more money, when they have to raise money for people who are on strike and uh, suffering some terrible deprivations because of being on strike, they're going to be able to raise that money because the American people support unions. And when it comes to politics, especially in 2024, which is going to be very, very critical, the union endorsements are going to be very meaningful because of this popularity. So don't go wrong with unions. This Labor Day, try to get involved with unions. Go to your Labor Day event if you possibly can and find a way to work with labor. If you happen to be over 50 or so, if you're thinking about retiring, or if you're thinking about retiring issues as being your main issues, you might want to join the Alliance for Retired Americans. That's my organization. If you are 40 or below, you are eligible to join one of the youth organizations. And here in Texas, it's the Young Active Labor Leaders that are doing so much for us and making so much outreach, doing such a great job on solidarity and really leading the way, young active labor leaders. But any age, uh, any person can join the labor movement through the Solidarity Brigade. It's just a matter of going to our website, looking for Solidarity Brigade and clicking on it, and you can be counted as one of the people that we're gonna contact when solidarity issues come up. Get with labor, it's the leadership for 2023. This is Gene Lance on the Workers Beat Extra.